all of this expectation comes down to loving yourself and uh, what is the level yeah. of, of commitment or presence in a relationship that I deserve. Because a guy or a girl can have all these amazing qualities, but if they're not committed to giving it to you and returning your energy, then just because they are amazing doesn't mean they're good enough. This is Wild Hearted, the podcast about creating your very own kismet. In this space, we'll explore concepts of feminine and masculine, embrace our sexuality and sensuality, and explore what it means to manifest your authentic self and direct your own fate. I'm Shanine, a psychology student, creative, and woman seeking out her authentic self in life and in relationships. And I'm Katharina, a nomadic yogini, meaning yoga and tantra practitioner, who does self-love coaching and currently is busy getting her master's degree in psychology. Follow us on Instagram at wildhearted.podcast and subscribe to our podcast for an honest, hilarious and insightful look into these topics and more. That's amazing. Okay. Okay. Just a mass hat. So this is what, okay, are we going? We're going. We're in it. Right. We're in it. Three, two, and go. And action. This is what I want to talk about today. I have no time to waste. I want to jump right into it. The experience of chatting to someone, dating someone, having like this incredible connection. You create all of this expectation around it and you have this amazing feeling like something great is about to happen with this and then it just doesn't like you just feel like you were in a dreamland and they had a completely different perception of what was actually happening you just like gaslit yourself into a fantasy relationship <laughs> like i've experienced this and i know so many people who have we you know you go into something and it's new and it's exciting and it's like it just seems brilliant and then somehow it doesn't and it's so hard to let that go it wasn't even a relationship it was maybe two or three weeks of really incredible chatting it's gone i'm dealing with a breakup of a relationship that didn't even happen so i think this is for me something i'm quite passionate about and i would love for us to discuss i think it's a fan freaking tastic topic to discuss because what i'm hearing having conversations with friends of mine also personal recent experience and also like mm -hmm. online, what I'm seeing, what people are posting, you know, it seems to be like this almost relationship seems to be quite a universal mm -hmm. thing at the moment. So I think it's a good topic yeah. to talk about, but yeah, it's, it just seems like it's in the mind of a lot of people. I mean, previous to our recording today, you mentioned that, you know, quite a few people who've been going through this recently. So have I, and yeah, let's chat. Yeah. I mean, I, so to, if we can break down what it actually feels like or what it is first, so maybe people get an idea of what it is we're talking about. In my personal experience, it's like, there's a connection here and it's something that you haven't really experienced before. And when you feel it, it's exciting, like it's super exciting. And then what happens to that is it starts to slip away and you feel the energy slip you feel that distance and it's like did i do something wrong or did the situation change or was i not aware of like the reality of it which is you know weird because they were saying the same things that i was feeling and then obviously because it wasn't a real relationship you're like okay well what can you do if they're not feeling it they're not feeling it if it doesn't work that's okay 
next morning the expectation of what it could have been mm. instead of actually just what it was. So I read on Instagram the other day, are you grieving what it really was or what it was supposed to be? And that, that mm. hit home quite hard because um, I think it comes all down to expectations and attachments, you know, like in the beginning, when you meet someone, you obviously show yourself from your best side and like put your best bet forward, I guess. And then yeah. as time passes and you get to know each other more and you actually also becoming more comfortable with each other, you know, like this facade kind of drips away and that's when it shows if it's really compatible or not. And then it's, right. um, it's the reality of dealing with reality or holding on to the idea you had of the ideal version it could have been. So I know someone who's recently gone through this and I just really understood her story and how it kind of laid out, which is that they had a great connection. They lived in different countries, separated, and he was quite upfront about being like, you know, I really liked you. I really thought like you were so special and we had great chemistry, but it wasn't the right timing for me. I'm not ready for a relationship. That was the mm. situation. And she was like, cool, cool. Um, I'm happy to just be friends, but she's, she's stuck in the situation where every time she's back there and she sees him, they hook up and they hang out and feels like it's supposed to be something. But as soon as she's not there, it's not anything anymore. And she's like, am I being played or because it feels real, you know? And the guy is saying like, he's like, you know, I've never had this experience before. I've never shared this bond with someone. Like it's just such a rare thing. But as soon as she's not there, it's not a priority for him. And hmm. like, she's not the only one. I've experienced that exact same thing. And I'm sure a lot of people have. And like, I can't figure out if, are they just, are, are we being lied to? Like, are they just telling us what we want to hear? Which is myself thinking that's probably the case. I'm probably filling in the gaps with a lot of my fantasies. I mean, I don't know, because in the example you just said, you know, he said, did say to her, he's not ready for a relationship. He does not want a relationship. So he puts that out there very clearly. Obviously he says other things as well, like the connection is great, etc. When they together, but it's like hearing what you want to hear rather than hearing again, the reality of things, you know, the connection can be phenomenal yeah. when you're together, but if that doesn't last when they're apart, then what's the point, you know? And is the connection, is it a sexual connection? Is it an emotional connection? Like what kind of connection is he referring to when he says it's so amazing? Because he's clearly not talking about the relationship connection. They're not in a relationship. And I've experienced that where I've, you know, I've been up with someone a couple of times and I had the feeling that it was really something special. And I really thought about it. And like, honestly, this is going to sound absolutely crazy, but like Googled, <laughs> like how to manifest a relationship. <laughs> like, I'm being 100% honest and I'm pretty sure other people's fucking done it as well. So don't judge me. I'm not judging. I'm loving in this. My <laughs> I felt honestly after a while like what am I actually doing? Because I had to stop and realize that I didn't even really know who this, like I didn't know anything about him other than what I projected him to be. Mm. Like, I thought he was amazing. I thought he was caring and I thought he was all of these things just based on 
very few experiences and mostly based on what he said rather than what his actions were. Yeah, it's, it's exactly those two things. It's like, it's not the actual person you, you craving or you wanting to be in a relationship. It's the idea you have of the person. I think he's going to be a good fit. Like he's, he fits the description of what I'm looking for better than anyone that I've found so far. So mm. I'm like, it must be this, you know, this must be the thing. And he just doesn't realize it yet. So if I just like hang around very nicely and patiently, He'll figure it out. Like, I'll just manifest him into my life as a boyfriend. When I say it out loud, it sounds like a little bit nuts, but but it's just what I did. Like, that's how it really got me. There are two things. So the first one is, like, you are actually craving the relationship with the idea in your head you have and not with the actual person. And the second part is um, you're listening to words, not actions. And in the end of the day, like, you know, very patient, like our ears are very patient. We can, we can say so many things and we do, <laughs> we say so many things. If our mm -hmm. actions don't align with our words, in the end of the day, the actions do speak louder. So that's what's actually needs to be listened to, which is so hard because when you, when your love language, like for me, for example, my love language is, um, words of affirmation besides physical touch. So when mm. someone says all the right things, I'll be all yours. I'll be all yours. You can be the biggest yeah. thing on earth. Say the right things in the right moment. I'll be. All <laughs> <yours>. <laughs> yeah. And that exactly. Got it's like, but he, but he sees me. Exactly. He sees me. He understands me. He loves me. No, he fucking doesn't when he doesn't call yeah. for like a week at the time and disappears <laughs> and hooks up with other chicks. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Well, he doesn't know you. And you don't know him. Actually, <laughs> yeah, that's the Not next well thing. enough to be in love. So I think it's about learning to take your expectations and your attachments out and actually letting go of those. Because if you have too many expectations and attachments, and I learned that re recently in a similar experience, mm -hmm. if you have those expectations and attachments, they literally imprison you because you will make up this fairy tale love story in your head and that you're holding on to that so tightly that you're not open for anything else and then when yeah. this one goes completely sour you shattered over something that never was over something that was just in your head obviously the expectations are something that you don't want to be putting onto someone like you cannot create that standard for them you need to see them for like who they are and it's really hard to step away and not be waiting around and not being like somehow tethering yourself to the, the possibility that maybe it will work out. Like maybe he'll come back and be like, Oh, you know what? I actually just figured out that like you are fucking amazing. <laughs> and I have all these cool things and I want to give it to you. But just because he may not want to give it to you, he, she, they doesn't want to give it to you. That doesn't mean you are not amazing. And you, and, and maybe, you know, yeah. maybe, Maybe they will come back, but that doesn't mean you have to sit around and wait for it. Like we always say in like logically, in theory, I get you. <laughs> but how on earth do I actually implement that into practice? Because does it look like, cool, you're allowed to actually take this, you know, maybe it takes me three weeks to get over a guy that I only spoke to for one week. Like, am I being a little bit silly or like, is that fine? Am I allowed to take some time and be upset and stop the social media and then move on? 
you're 100% allowed to feel what you feel and you're 100% allowed to grieve because it is an emotion you carry with yourself, you know. I think the issue is to hold mm. on to it too tightly and not moving on eventually. I think to move out of this grief, take the time you need. But once you, you've done that, find the love for yourself again and the respect for yourself, you know. What, how long do you want to wait around for yeah. an almost? You know, such a big part of this, I think all of this expectation comes down to loving yourself and uh, what is the level yeah. of, of commitment or presence in a relationship that I deserve. Because a guy can have, or a girl, or whoever can have all these amazing qualities, but if they're not committed to giving it to you and returning your energy, then just because they are amazing doesn't mean they're good enough. You need someone and deserve someone who is fully committed to being with you and it really i think at a point comes down to maybe i think this is all that i'm worthy of and you should be taking a break and figuring out that you deserve so much more it definitely comes down to the love you have for yourself and the respect you have for yourself because as you just said you are questioning your own self-worth over someone yeah. who is just not your person and that doesn't mean that person is a bad person that doesn't mean he's he she they is not great it just means it's not your kismet so we understand this now <laughs> and then we yes. have to stop ourselves from from <laughs> also doing the things that encourage not letting go one of the biggest things that i've learned to do is mute them on social media because mm -hmm. the constant reminder is not helpful it's not yeah. making me feel any better seeing what an amazing life they're living. And I don't want to get to, I don't need to unfriend them because they've done nothing wrong. Um, and I don't know why I feel that boundary is like a little bit petty for me personally, but I'll, I'll happily mute. So I will never have to see the story or interact with that to be reminded of it. And I think that allows me like a little bit more time to let go. Mm. But then I also have to, archive the chat so that I don't find myself like scrolling past it as well. I find myself so much in everything you're saying there, to be honest. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm preaching so high and mighty here, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's your self-love, grief, and then move on and mm. find the love for yourself. I mean, it's, it's, it's all well said and it's true. It's not that easy to obviously yeah. implement, especially when you really are looking for having this connection and then you're almost there and you can mm -hmm. taste it and you can feel it. And then just before it's like fully tangible and like to grab yours to grab, it just poof disappears before your eyes. It's, it's a hard thing to deal with, you know? And then yeah. social media really makes it harder to move on because, as you said, we're checking that they watch our stories, we watch their stories, what are they up to, who are they up to it with, you know. <laughs> and we're going through yeah. all the old chats to see all the beautiful things that have been said when the connection was still there. Um, so I, yeah. think it's, I think the muting and the archiving chats is a very healthy way to deal with it, actually. And it will accelerate the process of moving through it and moving on eventually, because it is like holding on to these things is holding on to the attachment to what almost was. 
so something a friend told me in high school, and I still think about this all the time. Shout out to Cara. You're fucking amazing. Um, <laughs> she, I was, I was 17 and I was having a fight with my boyfriend of a year. And she was like, Shanine, you have to remember that he's also just a human being. Like he's just a guy. Like you're expecting all of this amazing stuff from him. And you think like, you know, that, okay, A, I thought it was the love of my life, but that everybody feels like we're in high school. But she's like, he's just a human. Like he makes mistakes and he does weird shit. And like, you know, he, he's not perfect. And you're running after this, thinking that you're doing something wrong and trying to figure out like how you can fix the situation. Maybe, you know, you're not the problem. Maybe you need to step back and actually just like, Take a look at him for, you know, what he's, who he is and what he's actually doing. And yeah. that has stuck with me for so long. And every time somebody disappoints me, especially in a relationship, I have to ask myself, did I set them up for this? Like, did I create an expectation without communicating it that now I'm upset that they couldn't meet? And most of the time that is the case. I think we're quite prone to do that because we're having an idea in our head and the person needs to perform to that idea. And when they don't, we are terribly disappointed mm. about it, which is not fair, to be honest. No, and we're also, putting them I, on a pedestal. Like we're creating this Prince Charming that that isn't real. Like at the end of the day, we are all just, you know, trying our best. And I know what it feels like. I've been on the opposite end of that where I could feel someone really wants something, you know, wants to get to know me and build a connection. And I just don't feel it. And I sometimes say things that I probably shouldn't say. And I'm like, yes, I want to get to know you, blah, blah, blah. But I kind of know that this was probably not going to go anywhere for me. So I mm. get the, you know, sometimes people say things that unintentionally leads you on a little bit, but you can't cling to that. You have to look at the whole picture. You have to look at, you know, the whole person. Yeah. Not yeah, just the like whole. you said, the picking up the things that you want to hear. Also, do you, when you say those things in a moment, and I mean, I'm guilty of that too. I think we all are. It's not that it's not mm. real in the moment. There are obviously people out there who deceive and purposely and like say things very consciously to lead on but honestly i refuse to believe that that's the majority of us i refuse that the majority of us are that calculated i do want to believe yeah. in humanity and i, I do want to believe that when we say these things in this moment we actually feel it in this moment and we believe it and then the moment passes and you realize okay, it's not a long lasting thing. It's not that this mm. is a feeling I'm carrying with me into my life. It was in that moment. Sometimes you're just not sure. You think that you might feel it, but you don't want to close yourself off to opportunities. Like I also don't like to shut things down before I really know what's going on. You know, like here's a reason for the connection in the first place. And I'd hate to, on the first sight of it, not kind of, clicking i'm like oh i'm out you know mm. you want to give things an opportunity so yeah sometimes you do end up saying stuff that's just not like sustainably how you feel but you don't know at the time you don't you really but don't know at the time there's also such a thing as love bombing which is a thing that people do what is love and bombing? it's like so love bombing is in a beginning of a interaction or relationship 
they say all the right things and do all the right things like the good morning beautiful text and the good night text and the oh my gosh you're so amazing and like you look great in this and like i can't wait to see you and like those are all genuine things right mm -hmm. um and and at the time they do mean what they're saying but they're not necessarily doing it because that is a hundred percent how they feel but they do know that that's the easiest way to get somebody to like you and the, it's like a baiting kind of tactic and then they get you in and then i think the game kind of ends where now the chase is over and they know mm. that they, they don't even really know who you are but they've baited you into the situation and now you're invested and they're like eh, actually i'm not that keen that's me that's love that's that's malicious it's not it's not intentional <laughs> or maybe it is intentional because I, I, we have to bring some guys in and and discuss it with them because <laughs> I have, I'm not even joking. I've had full on conversations and it was like, uh, let me explain to you how to get a girl. Because I was trying to hook up with this girl and he was like, let me tell you the easiest way to do it. So one of the things that if she says, uh, you know, she replies late to a message or something and he, uh, and she's like, I'm so sorry that I took long to respond. I was busy with this. One of the things is to say, nev you never have to apologize to me. Like you take all the time in the world that you need. Like I'm here for you and like, you don't owe me anything. And this is like, cool. That's a beautiful, nice, considerate thing to say, but not as a tactic. And then the other thing was, um, ask them if you can kiss them, which I thought was a bit weird, but anyway, that was one of the, one of the the tips and the other one was the best way to get somebody emotionally bonded to you is to not the kissing and the making out whatever it's so hand holding so if you really want someone to like you you gotta the way to the heart is through the hand you are <laughs> you are literally freaking me out here like i'm oh my god i'm Why? gonna pay such, gonna pay such attention who hasn't <laughs> <laughs> Friend, you're invited on the show. I want to have a conversation with you. <laughs> yeah, I feel we need to. Yeah, also do. Interesting, right? I think the more you date, the more you figure out what works. You know, you know what's like, you kind of, you've done hit and miss enough times to figure out what's like the most effective way. But then it's like, but what's the purpose then? What's the end goal here? Goal? Yeah. Are you just trying to accumulate people who like you? For what? Well, that comes back to self-love. Like it's mean. It, it's very mean. It's super mean. And when you say, are you yeah. accumulating people who like you? I think that comes back to your own insecurities. Clearly, you don't like yourself enough. You need the outside validation, what we talked about, I think, in our last episode. Mm. Well, you know. So when you had this conversation with your friend, what did he say? Did he say he does it strategically or? He's like, let me give you a crash course on being a fuckboy. Wow. That's that was the actual conversation, <laughs> and I was like, cool, I'm, I will definitely listen because I'm quite interested in a avoiding this shit and b I'm just genuinely fascinated. I don't understand it. Like I can't figure out beyond the first date. I'm quite clueless considering how many dates I've been on. I still feel like I'm fucking it up, but like, <laughs> but at least I'm trying to be as genuine as possible, you know. So I it's don't know. Hard. I don't know if now the expectation and the attachment that you're getting attached to is even real enough. But like you said, we, because we don't know them. 
we shouldn't be so emotionally attached to something that hasn't even existed for long enough to know if it's real or not. It's also hard to get to know someone actually when, I mean, when you're really being picked up by a manual, quite literally, you know, <laughs> very strategically. How do you get to know that person? Well, how do you? I mean, how vulnerable are we getting in, in our dating habits? You know, not really very vulnerable at all because it, it it's so surface level for the most part. Or it doesn't last long enough. We don't have the attention span to like slowly get to know someone. We definitely live in such a, you know, instant gratification society that like nothing has been taken slow nowadays. Everything has to happen now, like right now. I mean, we can literally yeah. order everything off an app. These days end up being so fast paced because everything is like, you know, uh, immediate gratification. That's what we want these days. Mm. That if you guys, let's say you worked in an office building together and you saw each other every day for like a year, you probably would get to a point where you are quite connected and like, and can have like a solid relationship, but it never gets there. So it's like, cool. You're not going to force anybody, but it is kind of sucky because you feel like given the chance, it would have been something super real. So like, are you just going to keep letting shit go? And then what if you're not fighting for something that could have been real? I feel like we have to stop dating potential, first of all, because mm. potential is just a theory. It's just an idea. When it's not, it's not. It's Again, it's just an idea in our head. And I also think we have to let go of would, woods, you know, what ifs and woods. Like have or wells. Give it yeah. a try. And if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. It's a well moment. Like holding on to what ifs is just so destroying. It is really tough. It's also like, it's hard to balance between not holding on to what ifs and not becoming so unattached, you know, like where you just kind of like become a bit blase about it. I don't want to say jaded, but like, you just kind of like, okay, well, was it for me to the next one? And you just don't really like try. Like I'm done kind of at that point now where I'm like, oh, I kind of really tried and I've kind of like being super enthusiastic about it. And now I think I'm reprioritizing because I find that I myself am not being the, the genuine person that I'm hoping to find in a relationship because it's become a little bit too much of a game. So see, this, this is a very interesting point you're making here though. I listened to a sermon on Sunday for the first time in a long time. And the sermon was about um, stepping into the new. And that we can't mm -hmm. step into a new way of being, a new way of life, a new relationship if we don't let go of the old, right? And mm. there was one sentence which I found really, really striking or like one thing he said. So he said, you know, like we're finding ourselves in the same relationships over and over again. And we're asking ourselves, why are we keep on dating the wrong person? when we literally should, mm -hmm. when we actually should ask ourselves, why are they dating the wrong person? Meaning we are the wrong person. Because if we, and we had that before, if we're not showing up properly and authentically and mm -hmm. for what we actually want, we will not get what we're trying to manifest. Because what we're putting out there is confusing. We say we want the one thing and we act like the other. It's like we say we want the love of our life and the true relationship, but we keep on like being on all kind of dating apps and like fucking around and, you know, having, like, superficial, look, relationships. having superficial yeah. relationships. But it's scary to try and connect with someone who you've, who you, in your track record, there haven't been very many connections. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm 
now expected to go out into the world being fully vulnerable every time I enter into any kind of a relationship with someone if I'm getting to know them. And it's like, cool, then that doesn't happen. But now I have to deal with this grieving of something that didn't even happen because I put myself in a space where I was like very, very open to it. But may I ask you, when you when you are in that space, when these people you're having these experiences with or our friends having these experiences with, do they actually align with what you're looking for or is it just availability? Do you know what you're actually looking for? I've just been called the fuck out. Every single one <laughs> that I wished so hard that I could have been in a relationship with, that they could have seen how great I was and like just given it a chance because we could have, because like, we just clicked. I look back and I'm like, and then sometimes it is like going through their Instagram and stuff and seeing like the kind of sense of humor they have or the kind of things they prioritize, like maybe they're too materialistic or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, actually that would have become annoying. Like that would have been something that actually wasn't very nice to deal with. And I, and then that's a, they are just human beings, like see them for what they are mm. and realize that, you know, you're not running after something that's. I don't know, this like once in a lifetime God that you'll never find again. He's just a guy. But you need to also know what you want because I yeah. know you keep on going for availability and not for alignment. I know, but I feel like I need to like, oh, oh, I don't know, make a list. Like you got a list. I I've guess, got actually. a list. How did I start the list? I can't even remember how I started it, but I started to be like, okay, rather than having a focus and attachment on a name and the person I will have a, a focus on what I want to experience. So when I think about that relationship, I'm manifesting, I'm thinking about how do I want to feel? What do I want to do? Where are we? Um, how are we interacting mm -hmm. with each other? You know, like, and I manifest that feeling. I literally like, I will drive and have like full on conversations with my imaginary partner <laughs> just to like, feel it out how I would feel it's happening like that you know yeah and then what exactly it is you want what exactly it is I want to feel and experience and then I started the list of and I said it before of fuck yes fuck no and okay mm. I can live with this yeah. because obviously no one is ever gonna be like this unicorn rainbow butterfly being you have to figure out also like what can we live with you know what our negotiables mm -hmm. because i think it's very important when you manifest manifesting is a very very strong tool but be sure to know what you're manifesting because the universe has a yes. warped sense of humor a very warped sense of humor this is true so, so make sure you know what you want and looking for yeah and i think the clearer you're becoming the less you're going for the idea and the availability but really see, does this yeah. align with what I am picturing? I'd love to hear some of your like, fuck yeses. Like, what are we trying to achieve here? What am I looking uh, for other than like a tall, green eyed, dark haired man? Okay, so tall is on there. I want him to be taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> you see. <laughs> Loves me fully, loyal, great sex. Trust, gets along with my friends, honest okay. understanding, answers my questions and asks me questions. He wants to share himself with me physically, yes. emotionally, spiritually, mentally. He wants me to share myself with him physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. 
lots of adventures, acceptance of all that comes cool. with me and of all that comes with him. Kindness, respect, sharing lots and lots of laughter, depths of conversation and open communication. Mm -hmm. Support and celebrate each other's yeah, individuality and self-work. Active, loves the outdoors, can enjoy both a city and the nature, has goals he works towards too, can <clears throat> taller than yes. me, looks after his body. Like, I mean, I don't need a chisel person, but I want someone who like, you know, re respects his body and yeah. encourages me to shine my light bright and lets me encourage him to shine his light bright. I'm safe to let, this one is very important to me. I'm safe to let him lead, mm -hmm. to give myself to him and to trust him. He stays in the hard times and likes to surprise me in the best ways. So those are some of mine. Ah, uh, <laughs> I love that. That is so, yeah, actually, that's a really great thing to, to list it out so specifically like that. I love that you said, like, makes you feel safe. You know, if it's not a fuck yes, it's enough. Then it's a fuck no. If it's not a whole body fuck yes, it's a, it's a no. It is. I like it. I think that's the lesson today. That's the lesson today. Stop dating expectations. Stop dating expectation, attachment and potential. <laughs> yes. I know what you want and know what you were. Exactly. Boom. Boom. Mic drop and we out thank you for listening to wild hearted the podcast for more candid insights follow us on instagram at wildhearted.podcast and subscribe to our channels on youtube and spotify until next time keep your heart wild